Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 57. Hello, listeners. Any guesses what's happening right now on this momentous day as we record this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast? Two important things. One, and this is a big one for us here at Makito Studios, we are taking the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast live. And that means you have options. You can keep on being a listener or you can be a viewer. Just follow the links in the show notes to access the video. So that's a big one for us. And the second momentous thing? Well, it's a big one around the world. It's International Women's Day. On this day, we celebrate women's achievements and how they've helped all of us progress, women and men alike. More on that soon. In this conversation on International Women's Day, we bring you Kathleen Caldwell, a woman who makes it her business to keep the spotlight shining on women. Kathleen is the founder and CEO of the Caldwell Consulting Group and the founder of the C-Suite Network's Women's Coaching and Consulting Council. She is an award-winning, credentialed success coach and a speaker and author. Kathleen has helped thousands of leaders around the world stockpile their success. And with the great resignation in full effect and the world in a state of flux, couldn't we all use a stockpile of success to draw from right about now? We've got you covered. Listen and learn why now is the time to take the steps to achieve your biggest goals. How this day that honors our women is just as important to our fathers and brothers. And how to stockpile your success using the 5S success formula. Let's listen to Kathleen Caldwell of the Caldwell Consulting Group now. This is the first time that we are bringing the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast live, and we're really excited to be doing it with you, Kathleen Caldwell, on International Women's Day. Thank you so much for joining us, and welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. Tara Clancy, we are daring mighty things, so congratulations to you. You are a daring woman. 
Well, thank you. I am so excited in general. I mean, I just love the month of March. First of all, March brings us St. Patrick's Day. And with a name like Tara Clancy, you can bet I love the wearing of the green, as they say. And then, of course, March brings us Women's History Month. And we actually did a special episode for Women's History Month called Ending Women's Sleep Problems. And, you know, listeners and viewers can check that out in episode 56. And we'll put a link in the show notes, too. So, yes, March brings St. Patrick's Day, which is exciting. March brings us Women's History Month, which is exciting. And March brings us International Women's Day as well. Today, March 8th. And so we've decided to take the podcast live. And Kathleen, we appreciate you jetting over here to talk to us right after you finished up your very successful event today. Um, And I wanted to, to get you on the podcast in particular, Kathleen, because when I think of people working to help women succeed, you know, like big time success, women who can stockpile success. Um, well, I know that uh, that's what you do like no one else. It's it's really it's at the heart of your mission. And and I know your desire comes from your heart, too. And so while our usual gym here on the Counterfeit Sleep podcast is to provide eye opening solutions for common problems these days. There's a whole slew of problems like nothing we've ever seen before. The uncertainty that we're living through has created an unprecedented burden on leaders. Of course, many of those leaders are women and it affects sleep. And we here on the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast don't want anyone losing sleep. And that's why we bring in guests like you, Kathleen, leaders in the leadership community who have unique interactions and insights to help us succeed despite the challenges we're dealing with. So can we get into what you're seeing and hearing in this world of uncertainty that we're living in, particularly as it pertains to women? And of course, if it affects us as mothers and sisters, then it affects fathers and brothers too. So we all have a stake in this, right? So, you know, what you're seeing and hearing. And then if you could really share your unique perspective and, and insights and um, and then can we wind up with some takeaways for women uh, and the men who love them? So how does that sound, Kathleen? Can we can we start maybe with what you're seeing yes. and hearing in these times? Tara, what a, an ambitious agenda! And you know what? That's just like you. You know, uh, work <laughs> hard and sleep great, right? We need that great restorative sleep to be able to dare mighty things and to do great things in the world. And what I'm seeing, what a great conversation today on International Women's Day. And today, March 8th is a celebration every year since 1908, back when 15,000 women came to New York City and got together and they they didn't call it co-accelerating, but I'm calling it, they call it co-accelerated together. They locked arms along with the men and the families and the partners and all of the people in their life to say, you know what? We want more. We want more for our lives. We want mm-hmm. to make a bigger difference. Yeah. And what I'm seeing is that yearning, it's, it's an innate yearning that we have as human beings. And as you mentioned, with everything happening in the world, and I think, you know, gosh, it's been happening forever in all of eternity, you know, challenges 
but I am an eternal optimist. I've trained myself to be an optimist, and I know you are too, that adversity can be turned into opportunity. And opportunity, the, the exciting thing that I'm so really motivated, even more so now, is to be able to co-accelerate and to connect with other like-minded people and create communities that make a difference. Mm, interesting. Like, wow. Yeah, thank you. And like you, I mean, you're co-accelerating and collaborating, you know, the whole idea of excellent restorative sleep, high performance sleep. And you're not doing that. You're not, you know, expanding that message globally on your own. You've got advocates and you've got clients and you've got corporations. You have people that are living what you're quote unquote selling and advocating. So we can't do it alone. True. Absolutely. I love the term co-accelerating. Uh, it's a, uh, I watched this, um, this talk recently by, by Todd Churches, who's a, um, the NSA member, and his whole thing is visual leadership. He's actually going to be on the podcast soon, and he really talks about using language that helps us see the message, you know, and really, you know, because we're visual as humans. So if we can see it, it stays with us longer. So this idea of co-accelerating really brings up a, a strong visual in my mind. So I love that. Uh, the other thing that uh, just in terms of what you mentioned, I didn't realize that International Women's Day has been uh, since pretty much the turn of uh, of the the century, uh, nineteen oh eight. You said that's that's amazing, and and it's interesting because. Um, women were, you know, working diligently to gain something at that point. And we have certainly made gains, but we are still working diligently to try to, you know, to continue to close that gap. So, so can you, so let's get, let's get a little deeper then in terms. So what do you see, um, you know, what challenges are, are cropping up or, or maybe they're what we've always seen. I don't know what, what's really on coming into your, uh, you know, your rate, what's coming on your radar now um, for what people are dealing with, you know, in these times. Yes. Thank you, Tara. And, you know, you know, as an esteemed faculty member of the women's coaching and consulting council that, you know, we're right in tune with what's happening now in the world, world affairs, the zeitgeist of what is the mood in the world right now, not only for women, but as you mentioned, our partners, our families, the economy, social issues, you know, it's all up everywhere. And what I am hearing and what I'm seeing is that women, of course, just like we wanted back in International Women's Day, you know, back in 1908, we do want more. And we know that our time is now. I mean, we've noticed that a shift has been happening and more and more women are becoming empowered our voices are being heard. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, there's a price to be paid for that. Meaning, Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little more about what you mean. You you know, the time is now and and then what the price is, because that's such an important distinction to have uh, clearly, you know, in one's mind. Well, absolutely. I, I think with this great resignation and all of, you know, kind of the, the, the world issues that are happening, women are specifically women. And of course, always men as well. However, women are re-examining our roles in the world, our roles as, you know, in our corporate lives, in our businesses, with our families, and re-examining is the, the way that I'm living my life now, is it fulfilling to me? 
is it giving me what I need to live the life that I want to live? Yeah. And the demarcation and this delineation between work hours and home life, it's really just been, it's flowing and it's, it's, I believe it's just all of our life. And yeah. how can we set boundaries and have our values really apparent in our professional career right. as well as our home life? Yeah, yeah. I think that that's so important what you mentioned about, you know, this. I remember at the beginning of this pandemic when this, you know, this virus was just being announced. We really didn't know anything and and changes were coming, right? And we were locking down and all that stuff. And I remember talking to a friend and, and you know, despite all the fear and the uncertainty, she and I, like we just said, we're those eternal optimists. And we both agreed that maybe something really good was going to come from this simply in, in the fact that if you are, um, if you're forced to step outside of your usual mode of functioning, like getting up, going to work, picking up the kids, coming home, cooking dinner, going to bed, getting up, repeating all that. If you're forced to step out of that by some external circumstance, you may say, wait a second, is is this, you know, gives you a chance to kind of re-examine things. And I, and I, I can give you a concrete example. I, re, I, I live near a lake and I love to kayak and nobody is ever on the lake. And it astounds me. But that spring, when we were all locking down, all of a sudden, the, everybody's out there. And I'm like, hey, what's but people were finding the time. People were making the time. People were finding nature, the solace and doing it. So it was like, OK, even though it wasn't great for me, because now all of a sudden the lake was busy, I was happy to see it because you could it was like it was a tangible piece of evidence to say wow people are doing things differently now and, and i think that really you know kind of uh underscores what you were saying about people looking at these priorities i mean even when you mentioned the great resignation um if you look at the numbers of people that are leaving the workforce because, yes. you know, the, this reprioritization, how many people are now looking to say, do I want to pursue that love that I've had, you know, for a, a you know, potential career, whatever, there is definitely the shift. Um, so tell us then a little, if, you know, if we, 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 we can see this shift is here and it's probably, this is just the catalyst, right? Oh, it's been yeah. building. What tell, let's get into a little bit like you mentioned the drawbacks and that sort of thing. What, yes. what, what do you think on that? What do you see? Yes. Well, you know, the allure Tara of, you know, this great life, you know, this professional life where maybe I could leave my job, my job and strike out on my own with a business and do my, you know, essentially do my dream kind of career, you know, yes, it's all possible. And at the same time, you know, what I've learned in the last 22 years since leaving my corporate job, and I was in tech for many, many years, I was involved with three IPOs, being a key employee to take those companies public. I, what I learned through that whole process is that just jumping out with a dream ain't enough. Mm. We've got to have the systems, the structure, the support, and I believe also the mentorship and also the, the sisterhood and the brotherhood, of course. Yeah, and yeah. so I really think it's it's all of those things together combined with the right skills. Yeah. So let's, jumping let's, out in faith. Yeah. Okay, great. But jumping out in faith without these other five S things, 
uh, can be extremely expensive and highly frustrating. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. We're, we're, I'd like to unpack those those five S things that you just mentioned in a minute because they sound like some really good strategies for people that are considering it. I, I want to um, first make the point that um, why it's so important, at least from my perspective, is if you do make that jump and you're full of the enthusiasm and you have that belief, and then because you don't have the right structure in place, if you end up failing, then it can change the way, (laughs) the course of everything, right? Because you think, I just can't do it. But really, it's not a reflection of what you can or can't do. It's a reflection of what you jumped into. So let's then can, can you tell us a little more about those five S's and why, you know, why those are really like in terms of we're getting into the the strategies, really what people should do. Right. So can you unpack each one of those a little bit for us and tell us why it's so critical for people who are looking to kind of stockpile success when they make a shift or go off in a new direction? A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. Yes. Great questions, Tara. Very insightful of you. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, you've been, you've been very successful in your career and I imagine you've learned a lot of things along the way, you know, Absolutely. what works and what doesn't work, right? <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what, a, what a great question, because I think by learning what doesn't work, we also get the opportunity to pivot and create what does work mm. and what works for me may not work for somebody else. But I think that, you know, these are, these are basic strategies in whether you have a a career in corporate or an organization, or whether you're even thinking about, Hey, I want to move to what's next in my life, maybe a, a business for myself or, you know, reinvention. And, you know, first of all, it's absolutely critical to have the right skills. We've got to skill up and stockpile our skills, but we need to not just keep them hidden away. We've got to demonstrate our skills. And the key is how do our skills translate to value for other people? Because just having a skill, like I'm really great at, uh, you know, closing sales or talking to people on the phone or selling all that great. But how does that then create value for my organization, for my company, for my partners, whomever it is. So great translating skills to value add. Yeah, that that's a great point because if um, sometimes one thing I've learned is you have to make it so apparent to the other person, how it will be beneficial for them because they're so busy. We're all so busy. You can't leave it to chance that they'll go, Oh, I get it. You have to definitely set it up. So they say crystal clear. Okay. Let's, let's move on that. Perfect. Okay, good. So definitely the skills. Good. Yes. And Terry, you bring up such a great point because how do we know with our big, you know, big, beautiful stockpile of skills, because we've lived lives and we have a lot of skills. How do we know which skills are the right skills for the right audience. Mm. And so my basic, you know, I, I like to keep things really simple. Hello, ask them. Yes. What's important <laughs> to you? You know, it's revolutionary, Tara, really yeah, revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but like, it's so important. important you? 
sometimes those basic things are the things that we forget the most. I remember one time talking to a woman who ended up um, being kind of higher up in this organization called, uh, I think it was called Friends of Karen or something. It was like a maybe cancer. I forget exactly what it was. But anyway, she told me she'd been a, a school teacher for years and then left that. And when she went to the job interview and was talking to the person who was like the CEO, the, the uh, CEO said, uh, well, what, uh, what have you, uh, what do you come to this with? You know, what, what skills do you bring? And, and the woman said, well, I've been a first grade teacher for years. And the CEO said, okay, you're hired. Right, <laughs> She's right. like, what? She's like, look, if you can manage a, a group of unruly kids, you'll be fine here. So, but that's the rare instance where the, but the, per, the person on the receiving end is, you know, doing all the processing work you've got to really uh, make it easy for the other person to kind of grasp and, and appreciate. Absolutely. And I think you know, what a great point, because translating the things that we can do, you know, the qualities that we have, the values that we have and translate that into what does it mean for them at a first grade kindergarten level? You know, I mean, <laughs> let's just keep it really simple. It's like, yeah. hey, I can coordinate, I can communicate, I can get a very crazy room, calm down and ready to take a nap. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. So good. So yeah. skills, that's one of your five yes. S's there. So give us the second one. Now let's get into that. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Tara. You know, it's the skills then translated into us having strategies leads right into what we were talking about. How can we utilize the skills that we have? What are the strategies to implement and to execute and to really make a difference. Mm. You know, what is the difference we're trying to make? Well, of course, what do our clients, our prospects, our coworkers, what do they need? You know, yeah. is it, you know, is it more revenue? Is it more business partners? Is it more market growth? Is it, you know, stability and calmness? Right, right. Great point too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So many times, especially I think when coming out, and I know I went through this as well, um, and I tend to be very strategic and, and organized, and whatever, but I, I didn't, I didn't get the big picture. And so I wasn't focusing on that end goal, and then working backwards. And it took me a while you know, and, and input from other people to help me say, okay, how do I refine this? How do I get to, you know, stay on target so that I reach that, that kind of point. So the, the strategies that, and that whole idea of being strategic, really, really critical. Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You. So yeah. let's go to our third S. Thank you. Yeah. So we've got the skills, the strategies, third S is systems. Systems that we have. What are the frameworks and systems that we have to capitalize and utilize on our skills and our strategies? So systems, you know, if it's just like baking a cake, you know, again, keeping it really simple is, you know, if we're uh, adding in the ingredients, but in the wrong order, we're not going to have a really great cake, you know? No, so so what are, again, what's the process? You know, the thing right now is, of course, the customer journey. Yeah. How is it that we take a prospect, uh, someone out in the world that we'd like to work with? I call them my dream 100, you know, my 100 ideal, most perfect dream clients. Right. And how do I take their hand and guide them through a journey to know more about me, to trust me, to like me, respect me, whatever their values are, right. and ultimately say, hey, 
I like what this person is doing. I like the community she's building and I would like to be a part of it. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Absolutely. And yeah. And, and the value of systems can't be underestimated because when you have things in place for the way you're going to run the system, yes. everything works so much better and you end up, you, you avoid spinning your wheels and, and just inefficiency and losing possible prospects because you didn't follow up on a timeline or whatever. So systems are really, really critical as well. Uh, great point on that. Thank Beautiful. You. All right. So we are yeah, on to- Fourth S. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. And I put in a little bonus one at the very end. So oh, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, so skills, strategies, systems, and of course, support mm. and a sisterhood, you know, sisterhood women, we support other women in ways that are just really unique and really powerful, you know, just like men support each other in sports, women support each other in sports and all that type of thing. But you know, for many women like me, I didn't play sports in school. I didn't really know how powerful it was. And, you know, I was, I was more a competitor with other women, you know, to get the best grades to do, you know, class president and all those types of things. I didn't really understand support and a sisterhood until I, you know, got to be in my forties, honestly, forties, fifties. And, uh, I finally know the power of collaboration, co-acceleration versus being a competitor. Right. I don't need to compete anymore. Right. The world is big enough for all of us. Absolutely. So getting in our lane, focusing in on what we do really well, where we're passionate, where we're adding value. And also, Tara, you know this. I mean, in the Women's Coaching and Consulting Council, we love promoting and supporting and showcasing other women. We just have so much joy. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's so great. And, you know, you, you've been a speaker several times and we love nothing more than promoting you and seeing you rise and elevate. Well, makes us happy. You. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, and as you're talking, what, what comes to my mind too, when you have that support um, kind of goes back to what I said earlier. Let's say you leave the structure of your corporate job, for example, where the systems are definitely in place and, and everything is there. And all of a sudden you step out and now you're, you have this great idea you have this great enthusiasm, but you're stepping into this unknown. Yes. Um, if you don't have that support, it uh, it's easy to get derailed, first of all, and to lose, you know, lose the the optimism and, and the trust in everything. Um, and so so by finding that support system, it allows you to have certainty in what you're doing. But I think it perhaps even more importantly than that, it yeah. allows you to entertain the doubts and the questions that, you know, to get to that vulnerable, pla vulnerable place, you know, be able to say, you know what, I don't actually really know about that. Or I haven't thought about that because when you do that, when you, you know, when you're supported and you can look at the, the things you don't have it, you know, your, your quote unquote weaknesses or whatever, I think that's how you really, really grow. And it's only with that kind of support that you can, you know, let the guard down and then be able to take the next step forward as a result. So I think support is, is a tremendous piece of it. And, and also one other thing, um, men 
and women are different as you were saying, right? For sure. I can't tell you the number of, um, yeah, the number of times that I've, I've heard, um, you know, like a fellow entrepreneurial woman say, you know, I try to have this conversation with my husband and he's like, yeah, good. Right. Right. Done, you know, or, well, here's what you need to do. And and they'll, you know, solve the problem, whatever it is. It's, it's very, it can be, there are rare men for sure. I haven't met one, but no, just kidding. I've heard of them. They're like the, they're like the unicorns, right? No, Um, no, there are supportive men. I'm not saying that there aren't, but women do support differently. So I think really having that support um, from a a community of women who are in the same boat, doing the same sorts of things uh, is tremendous. Okay. So perfect. So we have support there as our fourth S and what our fifth one is. Thank you. Stick tuitiveness. Mm. Stick tuitiveness. Yes. One of my clients I've been working with for several years, she has been focused, 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 focused on building her business. And literally, I would say in the past six months, she's had some moments, the universe was testing her. And she had some moments when she just said, you know, ugh, I'm going to go back and get a corporate job. And I said, yeah, you can do that. You can do that. And, you know, if you want to do that, we'll work together and we'll get you the best thing going. It'll be great. And I said, let's talk about how you are three feet from gold Mm. and backing it up with all of the evidence, Tara, the results she has gotten, the momentum that she couldn't see because I, as her mentor, could see it and demonstrate to her, here's what you've done. Here have been your results. I've watched you. Here's where you were. Here's where you are now. And yeah, if you want to go back and and get, get a job, a okay. And maybe that's the right strategy for some, some people that's great. And at the same time, she intuitively knew she was so darn close to striking the gold and lo and behold, it was a decision and her stick-to-itiveness to her dream, her vision, her passion, and her commitment to herself mm-hmm. and to her future clients that pulled her through. And of course, the sisterhood, you know, yeah. we would not let her give up on her dreams. And I, as her coach, were like, no, come on, let's go. Let's keep going, going. Let's double down on your tactics. Let's double down on your focus. And lo and behold, I kid you not, within two months, everything shifted in her business. Wow. I mean, she went from, she went from being concerned about her next client to literally four new clients signed on. She now literally in one quarter, she has, she's hired two new contractors to help her elevate and escalate her business. And I just did, I just did a team building session with her and her new team just on Monday. And it was like, she could, if I had written this as a dream for her, she couldn't have believed it because she was ready to give up. Yeah. Stick to itiveness. Yes. Perfect. So important. Yeah. Because you can't, you can easily get to that place, you know, where, where you're like this, I guess, I guess this isn't the right step or whatever. And that's where you really need that, that external kind of support. Like you said, maybe it is the right thing, yeah. to, but let's, let's just look at it. Yeah. Instead of just uh, giving up all at once. Perfect. All right. So run through those five for me one more time, if you would, Kathleen. Yes, Tara. So we need the skills. We need the strategies, the systems, the support and the sisterhood. 
And I also say in their mentorship, of course, and we need the stick intuitiveness, mm-hmm. stick to intuitiveness. And I also think one of the most important things in this whole mix, this whole success strategy mix is proper sleep, <laughs> proper <laughs> sleep. And I'm not just saying it because yeah, get- but, but it's true. We've oh. got to be well and rested and happy and healthy. Absolutely. Because, yeah. If we're not, that becomes the focus and the success strategies become completely different. They're yes. not focused on, on our highest good. They're focused on survival. Absolutely. You will get no argument from me, Kathleen, on including the value and, and essentiality of sleep in there. And, you know, and here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize, you know, when um, oftentimes uh, if I speak to say a woman's group in particular, they'll say, oh yeah, you know, I, I have a friend who deals with insomnia. I'm fine, thankfully, you know, but she really struggles. And then when we unpack it a little bit, and I might ask her a question like, do you wake, you ever wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? And yeah, yeah, I do. But I fall back asleep. So thankfully, that's not a problem. It's like, well, actually, that is a problem. In fact, I had a, a woman who had uh, just become an octogenarian within oh, wow. the past month, right? She'd hit 80 years old. She's still going strong. But she said to me, I'm just a little worried because during the day, I find that I'm getting tired and I find that I'm just running out of steam. And so I asked her that very question and she gave me that exact answer. She said, oh, I, you know, I do wake up, but I go back to sleep. So that's not the problem. And I said, well, actually it's a huge sign that you're getting counterfeit sleep. So, I mean, that would be my biggest takeaway to anybody. If you are waking up in the middle of the night, even if you're able to fall back asleep, it's a sign that you're getting counterfeit sleep. And if you are getting counterfeit sleep, it's undermining absolutely everything else that you could do because you never get to wake up with a fully charged battery. So yeah, like I said, I absolutely um, would, you'd get no argument from me on including that in a, a list of essential, uh, essential S's. So I, I guess that would actually make six S's then. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll run with that then. All Thank right. You. Well, this has been incredible, um, you know, an incredible discussion for uh, International Women's uh, Day. And of course, like I said, it's Women's History Month. And I think let's Let's look at the history of the the women that came before us, because that's what inspires us to do things that we, you know, we we want to uh, and aspire to do. So, Kathleen, as we close out, uh, I I always like to ask each guest two questions. Uh, The first one is, given everything that you know and given your experiences um, and, and, and what you do now, what would you put on a billboard? What, what message do you think, you know, and remember where the billboard people go by pretty fast and it's a pretty small space, right? So what, what message would you put on a billboard? Kara, the billboard would say your time for success is now. Mm. Your time for success is now. Why do you like that one? I, I know why I like it, but I want to hear why you like it before I say why I like it. Yes that we can't wait the time to say yes to ourselves and define what success means to us and to the world. You know, you mentioned that we get to the great privilege to look back in history to the women on International Women's Day, the women who have inspired us. But guess what? We are the women now that women generations will mm-hmm. look back to inspire them. 
So the time for our success is now. Step in and make success our own. Do it now. Yeah, I love that. I I was thinking of it a completely different way. So I'm so, so glad you explained it like that. Uh, That's so true. We will be those people that inspire the future generations. And I I look at it um, to say, as women, you know, we, we take that caretaker role for, you know, certainly on the offspring end, but certainly for the people um, in our families, you know, parents, older siblings and all that. And far too often we put ourselves second, you know? Yes. And, uh, and I, I always, I always use the story of the, uh, the, the bear, the, the mother bear, right. And if she has, cubs and she knows that she is not going to have enough food for for herself and for them what will she do she will let the cubs die right and that seems brutal but if she's not there they're going to die anyway you know what i mean and so she has to do what she can to keep the future generations going and so i say that to women all the time like putting yourself first is not selfish. It's the most generous thing that you can do because when you're in your best form, that's how you can give your best to, you know, to whoever it is that you're in the moment with. So, uh, so I think we get two, we get two, at least two interpretations on your billboard that's there. Right. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And so last question for you, Kathleen, how would people connect with you? Tara, I am all over LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. So Kathleen Caldwell, Caldwell Consulting Group on LinkedIn and the C-Suite Network Women's Coaching and Consulting Council. I'm the founder of that. And of course, over on Facebook and on Twitter. Beautiful. Send me a DM, connect with me and let's talk about success. Great, great. And Kathleen, as I mentioned in the beginning, you you had jetted over to talk to us right after finishing your um, your event that you have. And I know you have planned out a full week-long uh, celebration of International Women's Day. So for people who are interested in really getting to, you know, hear the things that you're talking about, the really inspiring sort of things, where would people find that? How would they see that? Tara, thank you for that. We yeah. are daring Dare Mighty Things Together is the theme of our our week-long Women's International Women's Day and Week celebration. So our first day, we just concluded today, we've got a one-hour session, Dare Mighty Things for Yourself. Dr. Debbie Silber and Sheila A. Anderson are our speakers. And then tomorrow, Dare Mighty Things for Your Business, mm. Lisa L. Levy and also Claudia Harvey. Oh, we've had Lisa, Lisa Levy on the podcast here yeah. too. Uh, she was fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. 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 And then uh, two more days, Thursday, dare mighty things for your community. Mm. And we get to, to share the time uh, with uh, Catherine Celery and myself, how we can build really powerful communities, global making a big difference. And then Friday, we conclude the week in a really powerful way. And our discussion is Dare Mighty Things for the World mm. with yeah, Andrea Austin and CEO of C-Suite Network, Trisha Benton. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. So really nice accumulation there from you, your business, your community and the world. Let's, right. let's think big. Let's act big. I love it. I love it. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us today on the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast to celebrate International Women's Day. Tara, thank you. What a joy. 
After listening to that conversation with Kathleen, you may be wondering if you're getting counterfeit sleep. Well, download episode 56. We've highlighted the women who have shared their stories with us on the Counterfeit Sleep podcast. So if you're dealing with things like TMJ pain, trouble focusing, and even memory problems, find out how you can transform your life just like these women did once they discovered their counterfeit sleep problem. So don't miss episode 56. And in honor of Women's History Month, share the episode with another woman who has grown tired of feeling sick and tired and wants to live with vitality again. That's episode 56. And catch us next week as we celebrate World Sleep Day and the one-year anniversary of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. We're bringing you another great story of transformation. This time, it's a new dad. And he was forced to get serious about his counterfeit sleep problem when his wife said this, Honey, you are waking up the baby. Find out what he was doing and what steps he took to let his baby sleep and to transform his own life. Subscribe now so you don't miss a moment. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question, is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.